Blog Talk Radio. All right. All right, yeah. Uh, You guys want to start the show? Let's start the show. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Saturday Morning Serial. I am Grim Shea. Joining me is Marky. Say hi, Marky. Hello. Uh, Johnny Heck is uh, not with us today, but uh, hopefully he's with us in spirit. Yeah, nor is uh, Slick McFavorite. This is the first show of ours in several that we haven't had a third. Yeah, yeah. I I wish there was another one, too. Trust it's a, me. It's a little lonely. Yeah, yeah. That's That's a word. But uh, this week, we're getting down to business. That's right. We're talking about we're doing our nobility update. That's right. Our annual. That's right. Uh, you know, uh, semi-annual, biannual. Annual. What does it mean when you do it uh, every year, no. nine months, or six months? Well, we, we uh, do one a we've year. We've done a few of these. Yeah, this is the third one. Yeah, long-time listeners will remember the name Nobility. Uh, it's uh, been in development for quite some time. Our Eagerly. old friend E.J. De La Pena, who we, whom we've spoken with a number of times here on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nobility is the name of the series. It's sort of a uh, space exploration drama with a light-hearted comedic touch and... Uh, Interesting characters, thought out sci-fi, all of those things that we love so much. It's and a, it's still in production. It's a who's who of the science fiction world, really. Yeah, like, it's got. It's been building a big cast. The more we've been talking to yeah. them, every time we go back to them, they yeah. got some other big name, like Walter Koenig, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Not you know, no slouch. You got Doug Jones uh, from talking to many times. It's from been every everything. Uh, you got Cass Anvar, James Kyson were the first couple to join on and talk to them. Uh, James Kyson from Heroes. Uh, we've uh, Miracle Laurie was big in this uh, in this sci-fi. Dollhouse. Uh, yeah, Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Joss Whedon connection there, yep, yep. which which you kind of can't help but make by the description if you think about Firefly and you know the stuff that 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 gets us us nerds just going. Yeah, just yeah. just frothing yeah. at the mouth. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and so that's why we're, we're 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 vesting a lot in nobility here on Saturday morning cereal. We we really want it to be good because it sounds good. Everyone we've talked to from it really makes it feel like a passionate. Pretty. It's not. This is not some show that's in development by NBC, where they're going to have a huge budget, but they're going to be tightly controlled. It's kind of the opposite. They're going. They're making the pilot themselves. Hopefully someone out there picks it up and it goes into full production. And we're just still waiting for that to happen. Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're, you know, we kind of got on, we we got on board since basically 
zero hour. Uh, we first heard about them a couple years ago. Um, and oddly enough, uh, I ran into them. Okay, we have produced, it's one of our very, very first shows. It might have been our second show. We covered this, and we, we brought in some big interviews, and mm -hmm. we had a great time with them. Ran into them again a year later at WonderCon, mm -hmm. which coincidentally is about a year from now, which is a year from yeah. you guys listening to this. And I go up to EJ, and I was just like, hey, it's me. You know, this is it's me, Marquis. You know, and he goes, hey, what's going on? And I was just dying for, like, the show. Like, it's got to be coming out by now. Nice. But here we are a year later. Yeah. And they, but I've got good news. I talked to them. I had a little chat with EJ again I'm in, our, in our little wrap-up. He says they're just putting a couple little tweaks on the post, mm -hmm. uh, and they've got the pilot pretty much done. Well, there you go. That doesn't mean it's coming to a, to a channel near you anytime soon, but that's a big first step, and they finally got there. And you know what? They're going back to WonderCon this year. Uh, right, uh, right about now. I think <laughs> they're probably on right now. Are you listening to this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Well, actually, if you want to know, if you are at WonderCon or thinking about going, I don't know if you can get split tickets. Yeah, to WonderCon. You can. You can, can. Yeah. And you can. You can well, you know what? Sunday tomorrow, oh, April fifth, is their big panel. That's going to be uh, eleven thirty in the morning, in room three hundred de. Three hundred de. Uh, they're also going to have a booth, I suppose, the the entire time. Booth number sixteen thirty four. I would say go to the panel, but you must stop by the booth. Yeah, you can stop by the booth pretty much any time. Yeah, you've got to talk during to the guys. panel. Might actually be the worst time to stop by the booth, but that's only at eleven thirty <laughs> on <laughs> Sunday. Right. Any other time, stop by there. You, you never know who you're going to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I can say from experience, you saw them at WonderCon. Yeah. Last year, I saw them at Comic Con. That's right, you did go just That's just right. a month or two later, uh, and I had to stand in line. They are getting for uh, for something that I thought was still pretty much a hush secret for something that is uh, even at the time was well over a year away from being on screen and still isn't on screen. There was it was standing room only in that, and it, this was like a late night panel. The ones that usually get no turnout like 7, 7.30 at night or something like that. And still, standing room only, no shortage of questions. Uh, they had a big packed dais. Uh, everybody who's doing it is real excited to be doing it. Uh, we want to keep everybody else excited. And, you know, maybe that's part of the reason. Maybe we uh, we gave it a little too much of a bump, and that's why I had to stand in line. <laughs> maybe so. Well, you know, I, in there. I would like to take credit for that, but uh, the truth of the matter is, is this is really our type of show made by our type of people. Yeah, that's and that's the, the formula that I think I'm loving yeah, so much here. Yeah, I mean, uh, someone that we forgot to mention was Adrian Wilkinson's in the show. No, Adrian Wilkinson. Uh, from Xena, Warrior Princess, mm -hmm. you know, and, and from Star Wars, you know, she was she played a couple of characters in that too. And mm -hmm. uh, This is a show that's just – if. If I was creative enough, and if I had enough money, or if I could pull enough strings, mm -hmm. this might be the show that I would make. And when you come across that, and this is a real kind of concentric type of show, you know, this is, these are the type of people that really attract con-goers, and con-goers are attracted to this type of show. Oh, I get it. Not concentric, concentric, not concentric, not concentric, uh, but uh, concentric. All right, yeah, I see. I, I got what you're going there. 
Yeah, and you know this this is just this is our kind of show. And yeah, it's up our alley. And that's up, why we're talking about it. Uh, that's also why we decided we it was time you get an update yeah. in advance of their WonderCon panel tomorrow. Um, and also because we are not going to WonderCon this year. We, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's we true. went last year. We had a fantastic time. Uh, my advice to anybody who is within, you know, a couple of hours drive of Anaheim, <laughs> if you can hear us right now, get in your car and get over to WonderCon. It's the kind of convention that if you always wanted to go to Comic-Con, but you couldn't put in the work, mm. you couldn't score passes, you couldn't, if you just can't get to Comic-Con, WonderCon is one hell of a consolation prize. I, I, some people might even argue it is better because it's not a zoo, the Comic-Con. Exactly. Uh, but, it, you know, it still draws uh, TNT. Uh, it draws Fox. It draws NBC. It draws ABC. Last year when I was there, I I attended the press panel for the Planet of the Apes sequel, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, or well, what the hell was it called? I, I think you got it. Yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. The apes are personal now. Yeah, there's so many of uh, these in this. Anyway, uh, and uh, Gary Oldman was there, you know. Gary Oldman was at a convention, right? Uh, that's a, that's a big right. convention, okay? But also, uh, Andy Serkis was there, oh, right? right? I walked up to him and I said, hey, great to meet you. know, I just was just total geeking out. Hey, nice to meet you, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I shook mm -hmm. his hand. Two days later, I find out he's in Star Wars. Uh, right? You know, like, uh, that happened while I was, you know, within... With within hours of washing my hands of shaking him, you know, <laughs> I I find out that he's in the next movie. Not only is he in the next movie, but he's probably going to be the major villain in it. Probably from what I could piece together. Right. Right. So we don't know for sure. We don't know for sure, but we know that's his voice in the little. You know, if you guys watch the trailer, everybody's seen the trailer by now. That's Andy Serkis's voice. That's probably him being the Dark Jedi, all kind of weird and animated. You know, that's probably him. You think so? I think so. No. But anyway. That was at WonderCon, you know? And I had very easy access to that. Yep. And so what Comic-Con really used to be was easy access to that. And unfortunately and fortunately, it's kind of bigger than that now. Yeah. And it's got its pluses and its negatives, and I love going. But if you really want to have that kind of access to these people, to this culture, to this environment, WonderCon is really what Comic-Con was yeah, <laughs> 10 it, years ago. <laughs> it, it hasn't hit the mass that Comic-Con yeah, has now, yeah. so it's a good chance. It's 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 an older style then. Yeah, and I you can still walk just up. Just a few years, but still, that's a big difference from what we're talking about. Plus, uh, you know, the uh, the fact that Marvel isn't going to be at Comic-Con, right. Marvel Studios, doing any of the... We're not going to have any panels about uh, the new Avengers and lots of hot properties, and I know they want to get out there, much more likely you're going to see a lot of that at WonderCon. So yeah, if you care more, more about, you know, uh, the Marvel superhero movies than you do about Star Wars, you would rather be at WonderCon anyway this year. Yeah, and you know... And, and they uh, kind of split it up. They're divvying it up because they're both owned by the same company. Right. Uh, we don't want to compete with ourselves. In case you haven't heard, right, uh, Marvel Entertainment, which is 
basically yeah. all, all the movies. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios, uh, re- reportingly, one. are not going to be at Comic-Con this yeah. year. And we're all kind of anticipating that eventually Star Wars will follow because they're both owned by Disney. Disney has their own conventions, and they want to keep their big properties for their own conventions. Mm-hmm. So there's a really good chance that even though Star Wars was there in 1977, the very first year of Comic-Con, uh-huh. they were that was the year that it was released, you know, that might not actually have a, a the Star Wars studio as presence, you know, uh, at Comic-Con this year. Now, there will be Star Wars all over. There's people selling Star Wars. There's Hasbro. Yeah. And there's going to be Marvel Comics there. And too. Marvel Comics not will be the there. idea that suddenly Wolverine exactly. is banned from... There absolutely will be there. But, yeah, there, it, might be, it might look a little different, but before this whole thing gets out of our, you know, gets out of hand... You can still right now go to WonderCon. I bet you, you can probably get in your car right now, go over there and walk up and get your own passes and enjoy a comic convention in really its natural base form. <laughs> you, uh-huh. know, you know, like right at the Big enough to get some good names, but exactly. small enough where you might actually get to, to talk to them. Yeah. It's, and, and, and Marky is saying it's still in that area. Uh, get there soon because by Sunday it might not be. It, it might blow up. Yeah, you you. But you again, if nothing else, I want to remind everybody: you can go catch the nobility panel tomorrow Sunday, eleven thirty a.m. Eleven thirty a.m. Room three hundred de, uh, and I know that because I spoke to EJ De La Pena, like I said, and Darren Jacobs. We had a nice little conversation. Well, yeah, got me caught up. And as always, you know how how much fun it is talking to EJ, the dude. I don't I don't know what he takes or snorts or smokes. <laughs> But he is just up and go, go, and yep. honestly, his, his passion, the fact that he really, really loves doing this, I don't know if it's even a chore for him. He's one of us. Yeah. That's all I could say. Love talking to him about yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, humble, funny, and I've got a lot of it, it. I like him, so it makes me want to see it that much more. Yeah. And I think you, you listening, you deserve to catch a little bit of that fever. So, Magic Interview Machine, why don't you take me to EJ De La Pena and Darren Jacobs Jacobs of Nobility, the series. Meanwhile, Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Saturday morning serial. We are bringing you our newest Nobility update, something we've been following for, oh, God, a couple of years now. Uh, And as always, we are talking to the man behind it all, EJ De La Pena. Hey, EJ, how you doing? Howdy, folks. Hi, Grim. Uh, great to uh, great to be here again. <laughs> Always fun having you. We love your energy <laughs> here. Uh, also, we are talking to Darren Jacobs, a cast member who you haven't heard from on uh, Saturday Morning Serial before, but we love having you. Hey, Darren, how you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you doing today? Excellent. Thank you very much. All right, let's cut right down to uh, right down to the nitty gritty here. Uh, Uh-oh. nobility still trudging along, I take it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still going along. It's actually going pretty well right now. We just released our first official trailer. Uh, we're getting a lot of positive responses. I mean, I'm sure you guys all know that YouTube is probably the worst medium possible when it comes to getting positive feedback. <laughs> and the kind of feedback we've been getting has actually, for the most part, been very, very positive. Uh, if you look at like the likes versus like uh, thumbs up versus thumbs down, we're like at something like 94% approval rating. So 
you know, yeah, I think they're definitely going really well for us. Yeah, that is that is no joke on YouTube. Good work. Of course, now that you've said that, the trolls will hunt you down. <laughs> we're ready. We're ready for them. We got our guns cocked. We're ready. <laughs> it. You know, I I caught the uh, the 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 trailer, and we're gonna have a link to it here on the show if you're listening on the computer. Um, it it just came out. I know there's a couple of uh, things that I saw in there that I saw at the uh, at the teaser at last year's uh, Comic Con, and there's some new stuff. And it looks like it's really come together. Even the IMDb page, when I went to check it out, looks like you have got it is much longer. You have got people ready to see it. When the hell can we actually see this thing? Well, we're actually currently talking with a number of folks about uh, uh, partnering up for distribution. we got a lot of interested folks. Uh, don't want to go into too much detail just yet because they're a little early on. And, you know, I'm sure you guys know how it all is. You know, you, you start talking too early and the whole thing can blow up. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've uh, all made a, a television series that failed. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I can't go into too much detail, but needless to say, uh, it's looking more and more likely we're going to get out this year, and uh, it's going to uh, be with uh, partners that we can be really proud of. Oh, all yeah, right. I think, so, I, I think uh, the best thing to do is just get a product out there, a project um, that's that's looking the best it could possibly be. So, yeah, I think EJ's right to hold off and, and let it uh, let it get out there so, so that the fans actually like what the end product is. Exactly. And Darren's got a really good point there. Um, our philosophy has always been it's better to take your time and keep people waiting and when you finally deliver, deliver a product that is absolutely amazing rather than rushing something out and it not meet fans' expectations. Yeah. As huge fans of sci-fi, we must, you know, we ourselves understand how disappointing that is when you're really excited about something and it just, it just kind of falls flat. And um, we kind of feel it's our duty to our fans to make sure that that doesn't happen. Good, good, because we will judge you on that. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I like the I like the uh, you're, you're putting the emphasis more on substance, which uh, which alleviates some concern of mine. Uh, and but also uh, when I when I saw that trailer when you put it up on your on your web page. I said, "All right, this is this seems uh, as close to me as uh, basically being picked up as a series as you can be, because you guys look like you have a pilot episode, perhaps even finished. Am I right? We do have uh, our pilot episode. Uh, we're we're finishing the uh, post on it right now. Everything has been shot. We're all good." Uh, it was just a matter of uh, making sure, like I said, just going through and making sure we go through the post process uh, to make sure that it's it's up to that same standard as a trailer or more. Uh, so, yeah. We have been following this story for about two years now, and I know the journey has been much longer for you, especially EJ. But when we first talked to you, I think it was it. We talked to you and Cass Anvar and I think James Kyson, and I think that was it. That yeah. was that was almost all you had behind it, behind you know, mm-hmm. aside from of course the passion and the idea. And then every time we talked to you since, you had added you know Doug Jones and then Walter Koenig and Miracle Laurie and this. And then when I saw you at the uh, at at your panel at Comic Con last year, you had a whole dais 
full of in-demand stars who are having to run in from their last panel and run out to their next one. Uh, you've turned into a real a real major player. Oh, thank you. That's that's high praise, and I uh, really appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been an incredible journey just piecing this together. And and Darren here has, has been with us uh, from the very beginning. Uh, in fact, I uh, conceived of the project while we were both working on another project together, and that's yeah. that's how I got introduced, to Darren, and, and brought him in. Um, and it's just been an incredible journey and just watching this build brick by brick by brick. Um, it's an absolutely funny story because, um, uh, EJ, uh, gave me the script, the first outline of the, of it all. And, uh, the, the first script and said, Hey, have a look at this and see what you think. And I was like, I mean, I read it and I was like, Oh, I like this. I like this. I think you, you need to work on this and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I think it's, you know, great possibilities. Go off and do it. And then. He came back to me actually, and he was like, "Well, I'm looking for like this actor who's going to be able to do <laughs> like a different accent, who's going to be able to be physical, be able to like have some combat experience, or you know, physical theater, and who's going to be able to do or play all these different things. Do you know anybody who might be able to do it?" And I'm like, "Do you know what, EJ? I don't. I really don't." He's like, "You dumbass! I'm talking about you." <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Humble till the end. So yeah, it was really funny. Yeah. So I came, I came on board a, a while ago as well, and uh, I've been on it um, for the entire process, and it has been. It's, it's been in, so interesting to watch how it's developed and how it's grown and how it's, it, it's, it's uh, that rock that's built speed and it's collecting people, and you know, it's been great. It's it's I I I see I feel the same way, but having not actually seen it, now I, I'm I'm starting to get hungry. I want more proof. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, like I said, I mean, every time we talk to EJ, his his passion just jumps right out of the speakers at you. I don't yeah. think he is going to stop until this is a, a successful project. Exactly. But the good thing is, as well, like like I said before, he's. He's got that um, that patience to make sure that it, it gets to a place um, where he's happy with it, you know, and not just rushing it out so that it can get out to the fans and 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 appease them. Because a lot of the time, when you do that, a good project takes unless you've got so many people advising you, it takes time. You need breath to go back and and with an objective eye and say this could be better, this could be better. Oh, this needs tightening. And I think it's it's good that he's doing that, you know. And and the good thing is as well, we're not losing fans. We're we're gaining them as it goes along, you know. So it's strengthening, which is is such a great thing. That's a artist, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Darren Darren uh, brings up a good point about how you know it's it's not like this is something that's just become stagnant and you know people are losing interest and and. Uh, the fans are, are, are disappearing. Nothing like that is happening. What's, hap- what's happened is we've been able to strike that delicate balance between providing just enough content to uh, whet people's appetite and keep them interested uh, while um, um, making sure that what does go out is up to the standard that that we all expect. Um, 
you know, and whether, you know, that's and a lot of that, like actually right now, uh, in addition to the release of the trailer, we're releasing a lot of behind the scenes content. So people who are interested in seeing that, you know, those kind of sneak peeks. So we got a lot of fun stuff, especially with Walter. Uh, he, he was a crack up, uh, on set and we got a lot yeah. of great, uh, uh, behind the scenes stuff, uh, with him. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's been incredible to see the outpouring that we've gotten from the sci-fi community. Um, you know, for example, last year at WonderCon and uh, at our panel at San Diego, um, you know, we got pretty crappy times. You know, we were like, you know, after the vendor room had closed, like the last panel of the day, 7, 8 o'clock at night. And because of, because personally, I feel that the fans are ready for this kind of project. They're tired of the gritty and depressing uh, post-apocalyptic sci-fi, and they're ready for something that's new and different and uh, has positive uh, has a, a positive outlook. Even though we still have a ton of drama, uh, it still has that o- overall positive outlook. And, you know, I was talking about, uh, you know, our panels at WinterCon last year and uh, um, at San Diego Comic-Con and how we got these crappy times, but each time we packed the room. And, you know, I'm not trying to say that to, like, hey, you know, pat ourselves on the back or anything, but just to exemplify the fact that the fans are ready for this. This is where sci-fi is leading. And the fact that we've also been seeing not just our project, but a lot of other fan projects that are, um, uh, well, not that we're a fan project, you get what I mean. A lot yeah. of fan projects out there that are, um, uh, that are, you know, positive or funny and things like that. That's what the sci-fi community wants, and I think that's what they're not being given. Yeah, I think uh, what AJ's saying as well, I think there's, I'm not saying that there's stuff out there is bad, because I think it's, it's, we've got some great sci-fi TV shows out there, some fantastic ones. But what tends to happen is, and it's what happened at the moment, is it goes in trends. So they send everything that's the same, everything's the same post-apocalyptic. It's not that what they're doing is bad, it's just that this, this, you get, it's like going out for a meal and having steak every day, you'll get tired of it. Like, we're giving them something different, which is new, you know. When we say the fire flying meets the office in space, everybody's eyes light up and go, oh, wow, that sounds amazing. How are you going to do that? You know, so I just think it's, it's, it's something original, and which is scary for a lot of um, people who are not used to that, but there's people out there who want it as well. So it's, it's something new. It's a new flavor, and, and I think it's great. Yeah, I, I got to say, I you know I love The Walking Dead, great show, yeah. but honestly, mm-hmm. not a lot of laughs. know, and and that is something you want. And I got you know five or six good belly laughs just out of your trailer so far. So everyone listening, go check that out if yeah. you want to see, you know, some action, some sci-fi with a bunch of laughs in it. But it's not a parody. Yeah. It no, doesn't it, give that vibe at all. And and you know going back, I did want to say I I also was very impressed with the uh, with the turnout at the San Diego convention last summer. Uh, I I was a little full of myself. I probably could have shown up a little earlier, uh, but I did not think there was going to be a forty five minute lineup. And as soon as I, I got over that, everybody. I still I think, enjoyed. I think the, we were super surprised because it was like a video. Um, uh, somebody took a video of walking down to the lineup outside and I was like I didn't realize that was our line <laughs> I was like what that's crazy 
Well, I, I kind of had an inkling after after WonderCon that we kind of had uh, uh, struck a chord um, uh, because because it was a similar circumstance there. But you know, I was thinking, you know, okay, San Diego, you've got so much more competition uh, to get people's attention, and 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 so you know, there's there's probably other panels going on and things like that. And so I'm thinking, okay, you know, maybe we'll fill, you know, half the room or something like that. No. Um, I was told after the panel that we had standing room only. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you couldn't, um, you couldn't tell with all the, all the lights and cameras in your eyes up on the dais, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, I could see, <laughs> I could see that we had the crowd, but you know, you can't tell, well, maybe there's a few seats left or, you know, maybe, you know, this all it is. And, and no, I was told, no, there was actually like people like standing outside and, you know, waiting for people to leave, uh, you know, or in case somebody left and, or standing in the back, um, you know, something, maybe somehow they got past the, uh, uh, the, the volunteers at, uh, uh, San Diego and, and were able to get in, even though we were uh, up to capacity and things like that. Um, and one thing, another thing I have to say though, is, is, uh, I have to give uh, huge credit to Darren and the rest of the cast who, um, you know, have been such a huge part of making this what this is, both by putting their talents in. Um, you know, Darren, uh, along with the rest of the cast, are, are amazing actors. And uh, not, not just, you know, they have, uh, so many of them have these big phones for a reason. And the fact that they saw this project, which at the time was uh, this, you know, teeny little, you know, project that I was trying to put together and believed in it and came on board and, uh, you know, put their support behind it and, uh, you know, brought the, all their talents to the table. I have to give huge props to them for for uh, for doing that and and believing in this so early. Well, I and I and I know you're continuing to to stoke the fire. You guys are showing up at uh, WonderCon coming up here uh, real soon in Anaheim. Uh, in fa- and sadly, uh, I, I'm not going to be there to see you this time. I know it's it's nothing personal. It's just a feud I have with the WonderCon people. No, no, that, that's not true. That's not true at all either. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm like, well, I'm not, you know? oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we are gonna miss it. But if you listening are going to WonderCon. Uh, I know you've got a panel uh, in room 300 uh, DE, I think. Hold on. I I had it memorized, and then it slipped my mind. I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I I should have given more warning there. Uh, <laughs> but you guys no, have... No, no, no. I, I figured you were going to ask, so I, I had uh, my assistant email it to me. I'm like, okay, good. Um, and what is it? Ah! <laughs> don't worry, I, this isn't live. I don't know we, because I only get told where to go and smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I've already oh. found it, but now I want to. I want to. I want to listen to you struggle, EJ. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you you have. Right, don't you worry, have... I've already sifted through mine. I, I'm going to take the lead on this. Hey, everybody! Even if EJ can't find it, I'm going to help you find it. <laughs> We, you you can catch the nobility panel. That's going to be uh, Sunday, uh, April fifth, and it's going to be at eleven thirty a.m. So no more of this, you know, seven thirty p.m. bullshit where they shuffle you off after the movie played on, uh, on the uh, in Hall H. Uh, and that panel is going to be in room three hundred D E. That's three zero zero D is in dog E is in 
uh, e-cigarette. Edward. Uh, Edward, yeah, that, that sounds right. Uh, e as an EJ. Oh, I can't believe I didn't go there first. Wondered <laughs> opportunity. Oh, uh, and also we have a booth uh, at 1634 for anyone who wants to stop by. I'll be there most of the time. They can ask me questions. They can ask questions of the team. Uh, I'm sure Darren will be there for some of the time. Uh, we'll, we'll have a lot of fun. There you go. There you go. You know exactly where your booth is. That's a good start. <laughs> Well, I had to look that one up too, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'll I'll edit out the uh the admission. Don't worry, you'll look good. <laughs> oh, I figure. I figured. <laughs> uh, well any anyway, I want anyone listening who's going to WonderCon, who's maybe thinking about going to WonderCon, go check this out. This might be your last chance to jump on the nobility bandwagon before everybody else gets a whiff of it. Uh, it's filling up pretty quickly, faster than even I thought it would, and I've been on it for a couple of years. Uh, however, as I mentioned, we're not going to be there. Uh, and when I told EJ why before uh, the interview started, uh, he was I was surprised that he was surprised that we were going to something called uh, Celebration, which is also going to be in Anaheim just a couple weeks later. Uh, but it is the big annual or it's not every year but most years it's the Star Wars convention strictly Star Wars and they are they're doing it and it moves around changes dates uh, and like I said they don't even do it every year this year big big Star Wars announcements so they're doing a big everything goes in Anaheim this year and I wanted to know because Maybe this is just me forcing my Star Wars-centric worldview on everything else, but I assumed that you know anything that is adventure in space is influenced by Star Wars. Are you a Star Wars fan, EJ? Uh, am I wrong? <laughs> I can hear Darren laughing from. <laughs> Uh, uh, all I can say, all I can say to all you Star Wars fans out there, everyone who's going to be attending the celebration, just like Star Wars in general, Trek rules. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, EJ and I have kind of a a thing because I'm a, I love Star Trek as well, but I love Star Wars, as, and uh, we have a, a big argument about that all, all the time. I do not know what his problem is. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I do like Star Wars. I, I, I do love it. Um, I, I got exposed to it even before I was exposed to Star Trek. Um, you know what happened is, as a kid, I got tired of watching the same three movies over and over again. Uh, I, I understand there is less material there. But, you know, you know, even 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 Kirk would tell you there is enough uh, room and compassion in this universe for us to love both. So get down Amen. off your high captain's chair. There we go. Amen. Thank you, thank you, Grim. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. You, you tell him. You tell him. <laughs> that being said, I am a huge Trek fan too. I I started with that. I still I given up on all the iterations now. Uh, the reboot was fun and all, but the original series and syndication as a kid, that was to me, you know, the live action cartoon. Yeah. 
that I would get to see, and it would be a treat, you know, any day when I could find it. That was when you had to hunt for TV shows, though. Yeah. Yeah, for, uh, for me, it was uh, uh, Next Generation and DS9 that really pulled me in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I Next Generation saying, definitely it, saved it for me as well, but uh, yeah. are, are, were you not a fan of the original, or did it just take oh, no. more time to go back and see? It was just, I mean, I grew up, I mean, I, I guess I'm showing um, uh, my age, but um, uh, or, or lack thereof, um, but I grew up during the, the 90s, and what what I would do is, I, you know, I'd come home from school, and it wasn't what movie I was going to watch, you know, what VHS I was going to pop into the VCR uh, for all those, like, you know, 22 and under uh, VHS was this thing that we, you know, would watch, you know, kind of was the, the DVD of the time uh, or for even younger crowd. It was iTunes of the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't which VHS was going to pop in. It was uh, which Star Trek movie I was going to watch. And, uh, you know, two and six were my favorites. And and then as the Next Generation movie started coming out, I, I fell in love with First Contact. And, you know, that's kind of where it all began with me. And then, uh, and then uh, you know, of course, you know, as far as the series go, which honestly, Star Trek is really best in television. That's where it belongs. Um, and for the series, it was, it was uh, the end of TNG and, and the beginning of DS9 that I really you know, started becoming aware and, and uh, becoming obsessed, I should say. <laughs> but uh, one thing I should go into, uh, as far as how all this reflects on nobility, you're asking, like, what the inspiration was. Um, just being such a huge, huge sci-fi fan myself, when I started putting this together, uh, and uh, I'd always been thinking of, like, if I could do my, you know, uh, my ideal series and, and whatnot, what I would put into it. And, what I did is I went through and I kind of cherry picked all the best qualities uh, that I loved from all, you know these myriad of shows that I grew up with, from uh, Star Wars and Star Trek and uh, Babylon Five and Farscape and and Firefly uh, and all these other shows, and went through and actually I'm really proud uh, that you know the the latest uh, cut I saw of, of the pilot, um, and now uh, Darren can can agree or disagree with me here, but I really felt that it had uh all these things together, put together because you know you look at you look at a lot of these series and each one of them is um uh, each one of them has one thing that they do really well with Star Wars. It was it was the sci-fi spectacle uh, and having these iconic heroes. With Star Trek, it was the intellectualism and, and the, the didactic quality it had. With um, uh, things like uh, Battlestar Galactica and uh, Firefly, it was um, uh, the characters. And with Firefly and, and Doctor Who, it was the humor. Uh, with uh, Battlestar Galactica, it was it was the uh, the drama in Babylon Five had that scope and i'm really proud to say that i really feel that especially the the sci-fi spectacle the humor and the intellectualism uh are in the pilot put together without the the project seeming like it's doing too much yeah. without it seeming crowded and i mean you know darren go ahead and disagree with me hopefully <laughs> no no i agree it's, it's really interesting because like the pilot sets up the entire series Things that happen in this pilot affect the entire series. So from this point, it's a pivotal point. And I think it's very brave of EJ to do that, to, you know, to have such a long arc 
that it's going to go on, you know, for such a long time. And it's and and I, I really like that. I think it's it's forward thinking. You know, like a lot of series, they just do a, um, an, a season arc, but this has got a huge arc that goes on, and and, it, and all these things happen, and the ripple effects from from this one little thing that happens. I can't really say this; it, it gives it away, but. Um, I, I really like it, you know. <laughs> well, see, now you've got me looking forward to season seven. And I haven't even got my five, hands on five. the pilot yet. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. I've got it loosely mapped out to five seasons, uh, and that's yeah. that's where I want to end it. Do the whole, you know, I, I'm a huge uh, Babylon Five fan and Straczynski fan, and I really like how he he knew where he was going when he started Babylon Five, and he mapped it out for five seasons, and so that was one of the things that really influenced me in putting this together. Yeah, I have to say that. Um, uh, season four, episode three is going to be just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the one with the Camaro and the lightsaber, right? <laughs> Which makes sense once you see season three. Exactly. Exactly. But <laughs> yeah. it's the of season three is just phenomenal. Um, I would say that when it comes to uh, to like the stories and what they focus on, uh, they focus much less on the technology uh, or or the devices like like the Force and more on the characters and who these people are. The, all of these people are in their own way misfits, and the reason why they're these misfits is because and we get a lot of humor out of that, and that's where all the humor comes from. But there's a reason they behave the way they do. There's a reason why Walter's character Mooney drinks all the time. Uh, and though we use that to great comedic effect, you were going to find out that there's um, a, a lot of dr- uh, drama in his past that has put him in the place where he is. Um, and, and it's like that for every single one of the characters. I'll let, I'll let uh, uh, Darren talk about his own character, Sirius. Um, unless he wants me to, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's no, no I, uh, I agree. Like, Sirius is... Um, He's got um, things in the past, you know, like he was given up um, a good career in, in the military in, uh, with, with the Eugens to come aboard this human ship, which is very, is beneath him to do that. And, you know, the humans, um, the Earth, Earthling humans are, are looked down upon. And for me to take that step down is a, is a huge thing, but which then creates me having such arrogance uh, and uh, becoming... Uh, I <laughs> I really uh, I, I can link myself to to serious. No, I'm joking. No, he's he's a real arrogant, um, aloof uh, person, and um, but he's got he's got a weak side to him as well. And uh, we 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 like like you just said, we all have our problems and and our little niggles. But uh, I think it's it's great. My dynamic with the other people. It's really fun. I had to stop myself from laughing so many times when we were filming. Especially with, like, it, you'll see, they'll cut it, and then we'll all crack out laughing. And uh, you, you'll get that in some of the takes, but, you know, luckily they'll edit it out just so that the sparkle in the eye, you won't see that. Uh, well, that, that's the mark of a good actor, I guess, to wait for cut to laugh. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, you're not going to see many of them. Because right? <laughs> you're all cracking up all the time. Uh, I remember when we were at, well, and before I go into the story, um, let me just say that one of the things that sets uh, Sirius, which is uh, Darren's character, apart uh, is that 
um, when he gets to the show, or when he, when he, because uh, we kind of start seeing the, in the pilot, we see kind of everything through his eyes a little bit because he's new to the ship, he's new to the crew, he, he doesn't know what to expect. And um, his experience starting in this first episode is what damages him. Yeah, and so that's kind of what, what you know. Everyone else in the ship's already damaged, uh, whereas when Sirius comes aboard, he becomes damaged and has to, uh, you know, find out who who is it he, he's loyal to, who who where does his uh, who does he trust, uh, who yeah. will accept him. Um, but uh, the story I was going to go into is um, uh, when we were shooting, we did a, a series of uh, confessionals because you know we have a, a bit of that mockumentary style in this. And um, uh, we were shooting a, a series of confessionals uh, early on, just trying to give people an idea of of the tone of the show and kind of where we were going and introduce them to the characters. And uh, there was this one bit that we did where uh, he was being interviewed and he kept trying to respond. But every time he would respond, Walter's character, Mooney, would shut off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> And he just kept going back and forth, and I was the one who was controlling life. And I'm literally sitting there, hand over my mouth, like little bursts of laughter coming out, <laughs> just, <laughs> just clicking these lights. And Darren didn't know when the lights were going to go, and so I just I clicked the lights off and like just be trying not to ruin the take because I'm standing right next to the sound guy. <laughs> yeah, the boom, the guy who was operating the boom. He was almost hitting me on the head with it because he was laughing so much. So the dream was almost coming down and actually smacking me on the head. It was it was very funny. Oh, this sounds this sounds like it's gonna be a really fun show. And that if you guys would just keep a straight face and act professionally, I'd be watching it tonight at eight o'clock, seven central. But that's all right, I'm willing to be patient. You no, know, we had we had so much fun doing this. Uh, but one thing I, I do want to note is is, and I think I alluded to this earlier when I was talking about the characters, uh, is that while we have a lot of humor, we also have a lot of drama. Um, and, and probably the tone that we've been shooting for is very similar to uh, the more recent Doctor Who uh, with uh, uh, Matt Smith and and uh, Peter Capaldi, the, those two kind of eras. Um, just kind of where you have the laughs, you have, you know, sometimes it goes over the top, you know, sometimes not, uh, but you have a lot of fun, a lot of little hints in there, a lot of subtle humor. And then, but then there's things that are going to rip your heart out. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm of course, as I mentioned, I'm not going to be at WonderCon. So if you've got any preview, you can drop on us for that. I would be especially grateful. I might be able to pull something off. There's a there's a, a, a confessional that you know it's one of the confessionals we shot way back when, so the production value uh, you know isn't to the same level as the series, but uh, we can uh, we're, we're going to be showing it. We haven't shown it yet, uh, and we're going to be uh, putting it out on, on our social media eventually. And we're going to be showing it on our panel first, and you know, maybe you know after the panel, you know, we can give you guys a, a sne- uh, 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 first opportunity to to send it out. <laughs> Ooh. It's been such a great experience. It really has. Like I, I said, somebody else uh, I think at the San Diego last year uh, said, "Oh, what's it like working with all these amazing actors?" And I literally grabbed the mic and I was like, "I think I'll answer this one because I'm in the best position." Um, and it was it's been so great for me because like growing up and 
seeing all these TV shows and things that give you inspiration and make you want to become an actor. And, and then a few years later, you're actually stood in a room doing a, a reading, a table read, and with all these people. And uh, it's, it's it was just so amazing. Like a real dream come true, you know. You never think that you're going to get to meet them, let alone work with these people, because they're, they're on the TV. And what, TV on a Sunday night, what you're watching with your family and then 10 years later you're in that studio with them and that's it's just such an amazing uh, process and an amazing experience to have and to learn as well i learned so much working with them it's been it's been fantastic so i'm i'm just I got well you know what darren i'm kind of glad you mentioned that because i uh i saw uh an e-chat uh, kind of interview format thing on the uh, nobilitytheseries.com webpage where you can all go and check stuff oh, yeah. out, keep up to date like I try to. Uh, but there I is, like uh, in the press section, there's uh, an interview between you and Tracy Birdsong. Yeah. Uh, who, actually, who I actually just interviewed myself for the show uh, about a week, a, week ago Tracy. or so for Jenna Jameson. So there's your little yeah. Kevin Bacon there. Uh, but it, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the interview, she she talks to you about about uh, about your craft, about what you do, and it sounds like you take acting very seriously. You try to learn from everything you do. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I, no, I I um I was I, I started acting like EJ as a kid, and um and uh, straight away I knew that this was what I was going to do for the rest of my life. It was so difficult to become a performer. Especially coming from, I came from the north. Well, let's. I want to give uh, people listening a little taste of everything you've learned and how how respecting and honing your craft has paid off. Uh, uh, by your accent, and uh, you say you're from Northern England. I believe yeah. you, but you could also be lying because I've heard some accents you do. In fact, let me hear uh, what what is what is Sirius's uh, accent on your um, ability. Sirius is. Um, he has got like a uh, 1950s English, so it's almost um, the, the Eugens are out of touch with the humans, so um, they have a very uh, BBC kind of English accent. It's clipped, and I also use a lot of my consonants a lot more. So um, I wanted to bring that into it, and I asked um, EJ about that, and he loved the idea. So, so the. Uh... 1960s BBC announcers as the yeah, best example 1960s, of, yeah. of, yeah, like, of uh, non-human you could think of. Yes. Well, the thing, no, <laughs> basically, the, the Eugens are humans that went away and took themselves away from humanity. So they're there for, for hundreds of years, and they're kind of behind. And EJ wanted a, an English accent. And I said, well, let's do something that's like 1950s BBC that's clipped and not not as um, emotional and kind of seems outdated and he just he just really liked the idea. Well, well, one story I want to say really quick before we get too far away. Uh, Darren mentioned the um, you know what it was like working with uh, the rest of the cast and uh, he mentioned the table read and that, you know how you know now all of a sudden he was working with them and this great story of uh, after the table read we're all just uh, Darren and, and myself and uh, Neil our director um, were, were just kind of sitting there chatting and Walter comes in 
Now, keep in mind that this is the first time Walter's ever seen Darren act, and it was a table read where you don't go all out and do a full performance. You just kind of flavor, you know, the the dialogue and whatnot with with what your character is going to be. Uh, and he comes in, he points directly at uh, Darren and goes, "He's a keeper." And <laughs> I died. I died on the spot. I literally, my face, I kind of, I was trying to keep it cool, you know, like, yeah, thanks, it's all great. And then uh, he left the room, and I looked at EJ, and I was like, I think I'm going to faint. <laughs> the look on his face of utter joy was, was, was I'll remember that for a while. A <laughs> yeah. little, little more respect for Star Trek now, huh, Darren? No, I I love I love I love both. I have three love. I love Star Trek and Star Wars. I love all of them. I'm not I'm not like EJ. I'm not you know my Trek rules. All right. Well, that seems like an incendiary enough note to leave on. Oh, I love Star Wars too. <laughs> oh, good. that didn't feel like lip service. Uh, don't no, worry. What about that? <laughs> uh, no, I, I just have a lot of fun with the rivalry and riling people up. It's just, it's really fun uh, to get into those debates, you know. Huh. Yeah, fun, fun is a word. Sure. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. Uh, I look forward to more. Please stay in touch every step of the way. I get more and more excited every time I hear there's a, you know, a new trailer, a new behind-the-scenes thing, a new special effects reel. So anytime any of those come out, throw it up on the page. Give me, give me a holler. Let me know, and I will talk the hell out of it. You got it. You got it. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. All right, guys, that's enough chit-chat. Back to work, damn it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes. See you later, buddy. Thank you. Pac Man cereal got a new surprise. When you look inside, it's shocking. Shocking pink is new Miss Pac Man Marshmallow. She's got a shocking pink. Oh, oh. Just one taste, you'll be tickled pink with crispy corn puffs all gone in a blink. Puffs gone in a blink. Love Miss Pac Man Marshmallow. She's got a shocking pink. Oh, oh. Miss Pac Man's inside Pac all right, that was EJ De La Pena and Darren Jacobs of Nobility, uh, nobilitytheseries.com. You can uh, learn a lot more about it right there. You can even learn a lot more about it from us at mattypradio.com. Uh, in our archives, we have got uh, a number of Nobility episodes. We've got interviews with James Kyson, with Cass Anvar. Adrian Wilkinson, Miracle Laurie, uh, a little-known up-and-coming actor named Walter Koenig. I've heard of him. That's true. That's true. Did a little show. Did a little show with uh, the late great Leonard Nimoy. Forget the name of it right now. Uh, I bet. It wasn't. Star I bet E.J. De La Pena would know. It wasn't Star Wars. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Did you hear that? He, uh, a little little dig. It, he, it sounded like E.J. De La Pena there. Obviously, a Trekkie. Absolutely. Uh, wasn't afraid of trying to uh, take a little dig at the Star Wars. We've been world. at this back and forth. Uh, We've had this conversation before. I know. Me and you, Marky, I know. And I'm sure millions of you out there have as well. Uh, I personally think, as I said in the interview, it's perfectly all right to like both of them, mm -hmm. to not play favorites. 
I agree. But Oh uh, yeah, this is this is the marquee style of agreement. You must remember there was that famous cut scene from Pulp Fiction. Have you seen this? Oh, you're talking about the uh, Are You a Beatles or Elvis person? Right. Yeah. If you go yeah. back and watch the little, it. the little test that uh, that she gives John Travolta, where she comes out just to figure out to size him up. Right. And, yeah. You know, and he says, oh, yeah, you know, "They're both good, but but you can only you know have one as your favorite or whatever." You 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 will always side with one over the other, and it's just it is a it's a personality test. You will always pick one over the other. It's just one of those key questions. Star Wars, Star Trek. Star Wars, Star Trek. It's not a knock on you, Star Trek guys. Hopefully you don't knock me for liking Star Wars. But you will always side one over the other. E.J. De La Pena. I don't know if I believe it. All right. Obviously, you do. And I'm pretty sure E.J. De La Pena does. doesn't seem to be a question in either one of your minds. And I know, Marky... You're the Star Wars guy. Absolutely. Obviously, EJ is the uh, Star Trek guy. Uh-huh. I like them both. I grew up with both of them. I like them. I like Doctor Who. They're they're all big for me. But you like them all equally. I see. Now that's not that's not a fair if way. If you only had one to pick, which one would it be? If I only had one to pick, like if you told me right now, you can only watch Star Wars stuff or, or Star, Star Trek. Trek stuff. Yeah. And that is tricky because I think I might lean towards Star Trek. Well, then Just you're, because then there's you're so much more there. It doesn't matter why. Well, you're, I you're guess gonna... now there's so many so many thousands of hours of <laughs> Star Wars stuff. Maybe it wouldn't be a matter of how much is there. Uh, this is like Desert Island Discs, you know? Like you're you're gonna you have to make choices. And when you're given two options, which what is your choice? Now, given what you choose, it's gonna tell it's going to tell me personally if, you know, if you're a man's man or if you're a Star Trek fan. That's all I'm saying. No, but what what if I were to say <laughs> I then I choose Doctor Who? Okay, but that's and not then the I option. Just, what now? I don't fit into either personality type, so I can't well, exist. I no. would have to do. I would have to give you no. another question I that see, included Doctor Who. I already. I I did what 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 what. You uh, me, Kobayashi Maruing me. Me and EJ De La Pena would call <laughs> Kobayashi Maruing that test. <laughs> maybe so. Uh huh. That's maybe right. So. I, you know, like which maybe means I'm more Star Trek in the end. Yeah, but I still love Star Wars. I don't want to live in a world without Star Wars. And you know, this conversation right now, just this. The last 65 seconds, hmm. this conversation, this is the conversation of the people that made nobility. They <laughs> People got in a room, and they hashed this out, and they are like, oh, what kind of show do we want to make? And, you know, you've got to have an opinion. You've got to bring the knowledge. You've got to bring the history. You've got to bring the passion. Hmm. You put all that in there, and you got yourself a series. Facts of life. The facts of life. I know. I hear you. There's a time you got to grow. <laughs> then you show, you know. So no, no, don't, don't. Let's not get sidetracked like that. Because uh, we were talking about nobility, uh-huh. and we're trying to tell you, listening at home, on the road, in, a, in the ships at sea, you should be into nobility before it comes out. Get on that bandwagon with the rest of us while there's still room. There is uh, a panel you can check out at WonderCon. If you're going, if you're thinking about going, it's tomorrow, Sunday, April 5th, 2015, 11.30 a.m., room 300DE. They've also got a booth, 1634, in the uh, main floor 
Uh, I assume because once again we are not going to be there. Nope. No, we're we're going to be far too busy here in the studio working on some big new shows for you. We've got one coming up with the one and only Richard Hatch of Battlestar Galactica series. Uh, we've got uh, Jamie Kennedy. We've got a music special coming up with David Riken and Matthew Margison. Uh, we're going to be doing a big Star Wars celebration episode uh, because we imagine they might announce some kind of. I don't know, Star Wars mumbo-jumbo. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Comic-Con special after that. It's, oh, the con season bearing down on us. We're so, so busy. Keep up on our website, com. Follow us at Stay Classy SDCC. All right. Live long and prosper, bitches. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, this is enough of this.